to those who aren't vaccinated and may think that this won't happen to me, I would really want everybody to truly sit back and think about the effects on not only yourself, but your family, your friends, your co-workers. Think about your health and your finances if it does happen to you. That's Robin Scarborough, manager of the Payroll and Benefits Administration team at Casella. Robin has been with Casella for 21 years, and she recently sat down with me to tell her story about contracting COVID-19 and the impact it had on her life in more ways than one. I'm so grateful to Robin for telling her story and allowing us to share it with all of you. I'm Abby Kristen, and this is Beyond the Bin. Like most of us, Robin and her husband made it through the first year of the COVID-19 pandemic without getting the virus. But as vaccines began to roll out and the country started to try and regain some normalcy, she was faced with the personal decision of getting vaccinated or not. I was initially hesitant to get the vaccine because I felt that all of the vaccines were a little too new and they were rushed to be put out to the public. I was really concerned about the medical side effects and the actual benefit of getting the vaccine. I initially got the vaccine for honestly selfish reasons, like being able to travel freely and not having to wear a mask. But I felt more confident in my decision when I had an understanding that it was really to protect my family, my friends, my team members at work. Although Robin had become comfortable and confident with making the decision to get vaccinated, her husband was still not convinced that it was the right thing to do, and that caused some challenges at home. It actually caused a lot of pretty big disagreements at home when I decided to get vaccinated. My husband was 100% against it for himself, using the argument that nobody was going to tell him what to do. Robin's husband contracted COVID, and despite her best efforts, and despite being fully vaccinated, Robin also contracted COVID, and she experienced firsthand some of the impacts that COVID has in addition to the most common symptoms. So at first I was a little resentful because when it was the weekend before our vacation, it's the one vacation that we, you know, take for our anniversary. You know, we go to Maine for the week. That's the, it's okay to give up a day here and there, but that's our time. So I thought he just had a cold, but that Sunday he felt so bad that he knew something was wrong. So he went and got tested, got the test back. It was positive. So we had to cancel our trip. We lost money on our deposit, which obviously that wasn't the biggest concern. For the first two days, I didn't think it would be that bad. I mean, he slept continuously. I tried to, you know, push fluids on him and and just kind of left him alone. But it wasn't getting any better. It kept progressively getting worse. He couldn't eat. He couldn't drink. He couldn't get out of bed. We had to take our first trip to the emergency room just because he he said, I, I can't. They've got to do something for me. They've got to do something. I've never felt this bad. I, like, I, they have to do something. Unfortunately, they couldn't do anything. You know, we got to the, got to the emergency room, and he had some fluids. He felt a little bit better after that. But once we got home... You know, it's, it, we're back to square one because he can't, he can't eat, he can't drink, he can't move. I'd actually put the recliner, taken the recliner from the living room and put it into the bedroom where I tried to keep him, you know, separated from me so at least he could have a little bit, you know, he wasn't laying down all the time. He could sit up. He was closer to the bathroom, but it, it just wasn't getting better. Then he couldn't breathe. He couldn't sleep. I went and got tested that Wednesday of our vacation just because... That's what you're supposed to do three to five days after exposure. It came back negative, which was great. And then Thursday, I started having symptoms. 
I didn't have a fever. I didn't lose my taste of smell or my taste. I just felt like I had a really bad cold. I wanted to come back to work that following Monday, and I knew that I needed to go get tested just to have a clear conscience that I wasn't going to be contagious and give things to any of my coworkers, and that came back positive. When I did get COVID, physically, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was really like having a bad cold for two days. Emotionally, on the other hand, it was really challenging as my husband, who again had not been vaccinated, got diagnosed with COVID first and I had to take care of him. It was a pretty scary time for both of us. You know, the one thing that I'm thankful for is that it is just the two of us in our home and we didn't have elderly parents that we needed to be concerned about or children. In her mind, Robin's experience after being vaccinated and suffering a breakthrough case of COVID while also taking care of her husband, is all the proof she needs to see that the vaccines work. After being vaccinated and still being diagnosed with COVID, after knowing what my husband was going through, I can't express how thankful I was to have been vaccinated and actually protected myself. My husband is now getting vaccinated when he's able to just because of what he had gone through. And he has said that he would do it a hundred times over rather than going through all of that, the issues that he had for, for two weeks. Robin hopes that her experience is one that will help encourage others to become vaccinated, limit the likelihood that they contract the virus, and lower the severity of their symptoms if they do contract it. She also wants people to know that there is a lot more to COVID than meets the eye, and she hopes that her story helps raise awareness that it's not just about getting sick or getting others sick, but it also has an impact on everything and everyone in your life. It was really challenging because the things that you take for granted and, you know, the focus should be on the health issues and the, the medical side of it. There's also the other side of it, the financial side of it. The, the If you need to just grab a half a gallon of milk, how are you going to do that? How are you going to get groceries? Again, it's just the two of us, so it's a little more manageable than if you had kids. How are you going to get out and, and get diapers or, you know, if one of them gets sick, what's going to happen? So I think it's really, it's things that people really need to kind of step back and think about if you're that adamant against not getting it, why? Is it just a matter of, again, my husband's opinion was nobody's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. And a lot of people have that. I, I can just say he's changed his mind. He's done a complete 180 after experiencing it. And it could have been significantly worse than what it actually was. It's still taking him a little bit to get back to normal. He's still out of breath. He still gets really, really tired. Thankfully, his employer was great about him not being there. But even that, that can be, you know, if you don't want to focus on the, the health risks that you're taking by not getting vaccinated, you know, and you need to look at it from another perspective, look at it from the financial side. You know, there's a lot of people that live check to check and cannot afford to not get paid. So, you know, for the benefit of everybody, you know, again, yes, I, the, I, I think the emphasis should be put on the health risks. But, you know, if you don't want to take that into consideration, at least look at that financial aspect of it. 